What's up, TIW Mafia? JP here. Got Big Joe with us. And we got somebody who's from both of our hometowns that does his own little pod, does his own podcast. I don't want to say little podcast because it's not, not. We're all the same, man. Off the top ropes. We got with us Blackheart. Thank what you. What's going on, Mr. Blackheart? Big, big yo. Big Joe, what's going on, man? What's happening, boss? I'm just thank. I mean, yo, I'm just thank God that I'm here today. I mean, I've been wanting to come on. I want you guys to still come on my podcast yeah. too. It's always that. It was an open invitation that I have with every podcast that I, I go on. I get the open invitation to the, I mean to them and be like, yo, whenever that y'all want to come on, hit me, let me know. But thank God that we here, man. Just us Southie boys just talking some professional wrestling. And I'm actually kind of psyched for this. Hey, Barry, uh, we got some people commenting on like our Facebook and our Twitter. Uh, this is our first time live on Twitter without, uh, with we never did the Periscope thing. So, what's up, Twitter, if anyone's paying attention there? Hey, but, Laurie, what do they do, everyone? I just wanted to say prayers. I know you were asking for some prayers for a personal issue that you or a family member was having, and prayers to you guys. You guys are always good to us. So, absolutely, absolutely. Um, but so, Blackhead, I mean, you. I I met you at UFO Wrestling. Yes. And you were there with your boys, and you guys were all sitting there in a row. You all had your OTTI shirts on. <laughs> and I right said, now. man. You know that? Another podcast in the building. I like it. Got to represent. Got to. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> Jimmy, I saw some of the uh, the pictures from your event. Looks like it was a great show Saturday night. Uh so good job with that, man. And what's happening, Jimmy? Yeah, that's um. So, I you know I I instantly like I'm I'm not an outgoing person, but when I see something like that, and I know mm-hmm. like collaborating with podcasts is good for each other. So I always try to get it up in myself to go over, and I went over, introduced myself to you guys, um. And just the vibe that the three of you guys that were there had was insane. Like just three good dudes having a blast, cheering hey. for everybody. No, JP, remember when we started and it was cutthroat and everyone hated everybody and everyone, no one would hand out and help anybody else. But like the way it is now, yeah, it's let you know why I don't want to grow without you. Let's grow together. Right. And that's the thing is, and it was like that and. Every you didn't talk to we we were different though. We always mm-hmm. had a couple of podcasts that we sort of talked to, but like yeah. it was cut through. It was it was very. You thought that if you had a listener, Our no style. one else could have that same listener. And the fact is, people listen to hundreds of podcasts every week now. Yeah, I was gonna say because like sometimes it, I mean it's hard. Like I mean going there to UFO like this wasn't my first UFO event that I had been to. You know what I'm saying? I've been to one where Ernst and Cat Miller was oh. the, one of the headliners. Yeah. And um, I think he was facing um, and they had um, Matt, um, Mashpack Mike. Mike was up there. Uh, Matt, oh, oh Maxwell Mike. Excuse Maxwell, me. Mike McCarthy, yes. That was my very first show that I went. I was like, why did I not find this shit sooner? Holy shit. <laughs> so I started really trying to dig in more into the independence because I, I told Everyone in the group of my pay attention to the independents because they're gonna be the next group of people that's gonna get that that nod from a bigger company to come come to come right. work for them, and you're gonna see them and you're gonna be like, oh my god, I know this guy or I know this girl, and I'm trying to get them like, yo, forget about the main promotion right now, fuck all that, focus on these guys right here, one of these girls right here that's busting their ass, coming here just trying to win, and someone doesn't show up, then they try to get a spot. You know, support them because they're trying the same thing that we're trying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was Dukes and Mav, the two guys that I was with, my boys, that I went to high school with. And I told them, like, yo, we're going to this event. They was like, <laughs> okay, cool. It'll be our first independent event that, that they ever went to. So for me, I'm like, oh, they, oh, they, yo, oh, they'll probably be our carries today. All right, cool. And they had a ball. They had a blast. <laughs> I'm actually kind of surprised that. One of them was about to win that raffle for um for the for no actually one of them did win that raffle. He won a little gift box. Oh, is that right? Yeah, he won a little gift the, box. Okay, he won a little gift box that had like a tea and he had like a doll, some other stuff, and he, he had like a card. And I'm like, 
you lucky bastard. Because <laughs> I never won no shit like that, but you know, but we had a blast that night though. And then we met you guys, and yeah. you and you reached out your hand to us. Our our main goal was to try to put in the footwork and go to these independent promotions to let them know that we here, we get the support, and we just trying to extend our hand and try to try to make our content better. And maybe somewhere down the line we can work together. And we see you, and then I noticed you. You was the first person I noticed, and then I I, I point at them. I'm like, yo. That's one of the guys right there too. I mean, he yeah, he has a similar shirt. Same way how the yeah. person next to me, the little girl, she has a similar shirt on too. So I'm like, there's people that rock with a podcast in here. Just just weed them out, find yeah. out who they are. And so, you end up walking over there, and I was like, that's us. And then of course, for us being three black men and molding, nonetheless, we stick on <laughs> like a fucking sore thumb. So I knew we was gonna have eyes looking at us because these ain't our regulars. This is the, uh, there's some there's somebody new. Who are they? And we was raised up for that. I was raised up for that. I'm like, right. it, man. Like, I mean, like, just be yourself. We here to rock. Let's go. <laughs> and that's that was how we met. So I was at the Ernest Miller show too, and I think, like you talk about, these are the guys of tomorrow. I think at that show, I don't think he was on the show, but I think he was there handing out flyers for a show he was running. Was some guy that took a Scorpion Deathlock from some guy on TV last night. I'm pretty Ooh, sure uh, Anthony Green was on that sh- was at that show handing out flyers for his own show he was running. I think so. But and also another person that was on AEW Dynamite that was actually at the show that we was at Joel. was on TV last night too. That um Joel, uh, it was a uh, Joel. Joel. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, him. And I was like, wait, that's it. I'm like, yo, that's homie. Like that's homie. That, that came yeah. all the way from Brockton, did a show out there that same night, had the first match, and drove all the way from Brockton to Malden just to be there for that event. I'm like, he got heart and he got balls to steal. And I'm yeah. like, that's a guy that you need to watch out for. That's a guy that's hungry, like real hungry. That's trying to get in there. Now he, I guess he's in there, but we haven't got an official word that he's been officially signed. But if he does. Yeah. He's on the A lot of those guys aren't under contract yet. They're, uh, you know, like Anthony Green. Anthony Green's not under contract yet. I don't think Jorah is. No, I don't think so. But they're yeah, trying them out. Days. You know what I mean? And these guys, they prove that they're going to prove their way. And they will because they all got great training. They all got, you know, some of the best training in America for pro wrestling is right here in Massachusetts. So. Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know, when you look at it, like so even the greats that are out there today or the greats from yesterday were the hungry kid at one point. Yeah. And you get these hungry kids. A lot of them that are starting to break through have, I'm not going to say come through our doorstep. I don't want to be like we didn't have anything to do with it, but we spoke with them. We've got some top WWE guys now that we spoke with. And Larry, it's... Larry Prescott just said, you three guys were the best. She was sitting right next to you guys. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> And Thank I know, you, Laurie. Oh, Matt. So oh, Matt. Laurie's I didn't husband know who was, that she was too because we looked over and then she's cursing out some wrestler coming out. And I'm just like, yo, she got heart, bro. Like, yo, get the camera on her. <laughs> we, because we seen her taping all the matches. So we try to do like a highlight, um, the highlight footage log, which yeah, is we I like, saw like you, I saw a very promotion that we went to and have like a good to, to help them get out there as well. And then has eyeballs come on to us. So you know, it's just a reach out. Reach out to everyone. Just try to work with anyone that you can because that's just how hungry and how hard working and driven that you are. So, now, what other yeah, shows have you seen the same thing? So, I'm like, this is great. Have you guys found other promotions that you like other than UFO? I mean, UFOs are like one of my homes. It's one of my favorites. It's uh, we've been to a top, we, we, we've been to a top row promo, top row promotions first. Yeah, um, they do there was one show. other one that I remember going to, but I just forgot the name of it. But it was like so long ago, and I barely even remember it. But huh. those were the only kind of two that we all been through. Because other than the WWE stuff, which we all grew up going to those events, yes. but no one really hardly knows the independence, especially when you growing up like that as a kid, you know. So top and of, top when I was like, top 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 top, like okay, this other. Places that like you know, then they started to reach out to TNA, then they bring it on, then you go yeah. lower than that. I'm like, okay, so this is a root here. This is where it's gonna when we're gonna find someone in the midst of this. Boom, 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 boom. These guys are gonna be right up there, and I'm like, pay attention. Yeah. To I mean, I went to a show. Um, I know 
uh, Saturday night last week, and it was, the main event was Brian Malonis versus Eddie Edwards down in uh, Rockland. So, like, those guys are out there, and you can absolutely, like, we're, we're talking to Eddie now. Brian is, Brian's been on and got an open invitation. Um, I don't, uh, Jordan was on that show, too. Like, it was just, you never know what you're going to see at an independent show, especially mm-hmm. these guys at AEW that, like, that aren't signed, but they're also allowed to do independence to make their money. Yeah. They just gonna show up at the door and be like, hey, can I jump in? Sure. <laughs> That's you, you never know when you're gonna get hit with a cheer. Yeah. Well, you never know when that phone call uh, comes in. Like, hey, like, hey man, like you make it down here for a couple of tapings? Sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and you drop everything when you get that call. Right, right, right. We get that call, I'm like, I don't give a shit about nothing else. I'm going. It's just... Come up and work, it, work a dark match? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, Any, way, Any way that I can get my other foot into the damn door, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Bobby D, all three of us will be at UFO October 30th in Southie at Farragut Park with Bushwhacker Luke. Absolutely. 1 absolutely. p.m. bell time. Oh, absolutely. A- absolutely. 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 And it's you know, and it's the first time me going to an event that's outdoors, and on top of that, it's where a place where I'm like, damn, it's right down the street from Sully's too. Yeah, and so it's, it's, it's still open. Sully's still open. It's a double. Yes, it's a win-win. Yes, yes. Sully's will yes. absolutely still be open. They're open until like Thanksgiving. I think, I think it's the open first until snow, like October. First snow or something like that. Yeah, they open pretty far into the. Then they open pretty early in the season now. They're only mm-hmm. when me and yeah, Joe were so growing up, Sully was open like yeah, so, yeah, so around like this time, about they come into like October. That's when they start closing yeah. and stuff. Like that. They, 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 they closed uh, when school went in session. I think beginning of September they closed, and then they opened up again. Uh, I think right right around St. Patty's Day. Yeah. Yep. That's, yeah, that's it. Wow. Yep. And who and one more thing, who can ever forget Doughboys too? Doughboys and Doughboys are still standing though, but I haven't been in there in years though. So that's that's been there for longer than I can remember. I'm a, Me, I'm a right? dunks guy. I don't do donuts too often, but I'm a Dunkin' Donuts guy. I gotta get my coffee. I've always dunks. been going to Doughboys since I was a kid, like always, especially when like when it was really like everyone knew everyone, everyone was all connected to one another. And then yeah. on top of that, yeah, Libby Bell's Pizza and yes. like right across oh the street. God. That was right across the street from my house. Like, literally, right across the street. Like, I could look out my window, and Libby Bell's is right there. So and I was good. like, wow, that was so good. And I yeah. miss them. I miss Michelle. I miss, you know I mean? I miss the guys and all that. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Michelle like Michelle knew my mother. And that, you know what I'm saying? And that was, that's what was cool. You know what I mean? Like, still got they, Rondos they, they, there, though. Everything like that. Yeah, I don't think Rondos is going anywhere. Ronald's been that motherfucker anyway. They've been trying to make that into like a landmark, like place because that's that that that's so much history in 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 that building. You know what I mean? Like, there's no way, no way that they can say we'll give you this much just to own this building. And like, listen, man, this guy that that gotta beat it forever. Yeah. Money For talks. those that don't know, this is with three generations basically from the same neighborhood. And Joe being the grandfather, I'd be the father. And Blackhead coming up, I won't say the son, but I the say new I say adopted son. <laughs> I'll say <laughs> I adopted son. I guess. I guess we just naturally found each other. But I want to give a shout out to Pat Dillon, though, yes. who runs UFO Wrestling. Because if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be. I would. I would have been at that event in the first place. That's why I will never met you. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I mean, we all grew up with Pat. That's the funny part. Like, I've known yeah. Pat. And then with me and him, and then the funny thing was when me and Pat started talking, right? Pat was like, yo, I came from Fish Street. I was like, really? I was right across the street from you in D Street, right? You're right, 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 right over here in the piece. And he's like, wow. And but I think that I mean, but our but our but our time line was basically when yeah. I think he had it been like at least in 24, 25 when I started coming up. So That's... we were definitely far back by that time period. But as I but he used to say, once you're a Southie kid, you're a Southie kid. Like this, like this day, there's nothing else to it. Right. I'd rather be a D Street Dirt Ball than anything else. Nah, I was just, I'm a point. Up. I'm not, I mean, I'm not, I'm on the right side of L Street, but I'm not a point. You know what I mean? I'm not that far up the point. I was K and six. So, okay. I couldn't I afford to cross L Street battery. either. 
Blinsky Barry Court. That's where I was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you were, were you there when the little pond was there? No, that was you, the little pool. You were gone. I don't, pool. Think, you, I don't you think so. There used to be a little pool there that we called the polio pit. Uh, I, was. Uh, I was always within West Broadway from from B Street to D Street and maybe somewhere towards going up to Broadway's past. Yeah, that was over there that you would catch me at. Unless if I would have went the back way to walk to Old Colony, that I would walk the back way to go, you know, so like to go over there to see yeah. some people and like whatever. And then of course Old Harbor is literally right across the way from there. So, right. so how long have you been a wrestling fan? I know you get oh, the show and all that, but like what? Oh my life! This level. Oh, well, all my life, all my life, and I gotta say that it was because of my mother because she was a wrestling fan, so right. and she was always a Hulk Hogan fan at all people. Yes, she was a Hulk Hogan fan, <laughs> and um, anytime with WWF back back in the day came to the Garden, she would go, and I remember one particular show. That she took me to that I'll never forget. Sitting in the balcony seats, I think it was right behind. I think it was right on top of the entryway. So if I'm looking down, darks around there, the range right there, nothing but the lights, right? Under, and I remember Undertaker versus Hogan for the title in the body bag match. And somehow I don't know how the finish was, but all I know was Hogan ended up still being, still making, still retaining this, um, retaining the title. Cool. Undertaker tombstones him, puts him in the body bag, carries him, and walks to the back. And that was it. And ever since that moment, not only one, I became a wrestling fan, like as God was what, God was what, a one year old, but Undertaker was the main person that I said, that's my guy. That's- and ever since, that's always been my favorite wrestler, no matter who the fuck want to argue with me about it. I can turn my camera around right now, and I bet you I have an Undertaker poster on my wall. <laughs> That's awesome. I wouldn't tell you. Know what I mean? That's just the love that I got. And the fun fact about him is his birthday is the day before My birthday is the day after his. Is that right? Yes. He's on March 24th and March 25th. So yeah. we're both Aries. So I'm like, conspiracy brothers, man. I, I'm spiritually your son. <laughs> oh. The Undertaker at the Garden, the story I have about him at the Garden. So when did you go from um, watching The Undertaker Tombstone Hulk Hogan to um, grabbing a microphone and doing a podcast? Because you guys, like we do this, and like I have nice equipment. I don't do a whole lot of editing. You guys do, you do like really good editing on your stuff, and it's uh, a little flashier than what we're doing. Um, So you must have done some film stuff. I mean, I, I mean, I've, I've always been, I, I've always been a nerd. I'm, I'm sorry, folks. Yes, I, I am a black hood nerd. Anyway, but <laughs> I, when I went, to, when I went to school, I always picked up, you know, tech work, like you know, working with computers and filming and editing and stuff like that. So I, I had a keen skill, and you know. Didn't think about what I went to college. I mean, I went to Massachusetts College of Art and Design right there in Roxbury. Oh. Um, so I was there uh. for six years getting my degree over there. So I never left the city to go anywhere else. Um, I learned a lot of things in there by graduating with a TV final arts in painting. So I know how to paint. I know how to do other. I do other. Um, all these other stuff. But I try to be like an overall artist. Learn as much as I can and use my skills to <coughs> try to get me. To other places and maybe oh and maybe more doors will open up for me to lead to more opportunity and a better situation in life. You gotta use your skill to try to get you somewhere. So the podcast, however, came. I got so mad at the main event of Elimination Chamber 2020. And it was the female hell in the cell number one contenders match. And just a wait, no, as a matter of fact, screw that. The whole damn pay-per-view was trash. Except for two matches that saved it. But the whole card was trash, especially in the main event, because I was a huge fan of Oscar and Sheena Baszler. And the way that they booked Sheena Baszler to wipe out everyone, and then when it came to Oscar being dead last, it was nothing. It fell flat on his ass. And then you embarrass one person, but another person that just got called up to the main roster, and this is what the fuck did he do? And I watched Sheena Baszler since she'd been to NXT, and I became a fan every fucking since. So to see that there, I was like, what the fuck am I watching? 
that's why I went off. But I ended up finding this um, ink, um this app called Anchor that yeah. allowed me to do my podcast full on my phone and stuff like that. So I, I tried it out for the first time and I caught that bug and it kind of just slowly grew. I had a couple of people that I had that I trusted that started out with me first. Um, shout, shout out to Necro. Shout out to Youngblood. As much as I don't talk to either one of them right now for other reasons, but I still got to get my love for them because if it wasn't for those guys jumping on board with me in the front the first place, season one, and let me remind y'all, we in season four right now. This podcast will never even survive that long without those two points. So no. I got to give my praises to them as much as we ain't talking right now. Just know love is still there. Anyway. You, well, those, are those the two dudes in? from... Sorry, Joe, go ahead. What season would we be in? You will be in season four. The no, current those right the two. I went back and I did watch some of your older stuff. Were they the two dudes from New York? Mm-mm. It wasn't, no, it wasn't them. Now, Joe, yeah, I cut you off on purpose to kind of be funny. One, you look like a robot with the glare in your eyes. I can't. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how to get rid of it. I look weird without no, Yeah, look you like look weird. Yeah, no, he, he looks weird without his glasses on. I know. I, I, I just don't but, know how to do it. I think it's because of the brightness. Yeah, I'm right under the light. Yeah, mm-hmm. t- tell your Undertaker story. And just yeah. the podcast just grew and grew, and I just put, I said, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to put my heart into it because it's something that I love. Of course, I love professional wrestling, but now this became a thing that could get me to do something extra on the side and something I can really be on my own, and you might never know what it could lead me up to. And I come from a hardworking family, so we don't want how to just say, no, we can't do something. So is that you can't or you can't. And I always say, I can't do it. And I just took that leap of faith with it. Here we yes. are. Now, four seasons, is that do you do a season a year? I say you do a season. I like to try to coordinate this like a TV type of you know okay. programming. You know what I mean? So each episode, what well, each season in a normal TV show will be like what 22, 23 episodes, yeah. something like that. So I try to make it within that combine okay. of it to make it feel like each and every week on the same time slides where they always been, but when they go on a season break, you know, some other stuff, and they be like, oh, damn, when they going to come back? When, you know, like, when the next season going to stop? Like, yo, I miss these guys. Like, what's going on with them? I wanted to build it like that. I want to build my podcast like you watching the actual TV show, and then you okay. can actually fucking sit back and fucking enjoy it. Like, yo, I fuck with these guys. Because they just uh-huh. like me. If I'm sitting here talking to my people over here that happen to be wrestling fans, and we said the same thing. Now, Joe does have a funny story about the Undertaker. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look forward to this. You know, shout out to barfire.com right. for the cool. So we're, <laughs> we're leaving one of the events, and he we're walking down the back stairs like the herd, all of us walking down. Next thing you behind us, you hear commotion, and this. No one, nobody with them, just him by himself. Jenna take walking through the crowd to get out to go to the parking lot. And all you hear is these kids yelling, I touched his arm, I touched his back. So, me being a jerk, I yelled, I grabbed his ass. He stops dead in front of me, looks back at me, shakes his head, and keeps going. <laughs> That's my story. awesome. I didn't dare grab his ass. I mean, this is in his prime, too. This is going back. It was early days. No, you got your merch on, you got your you got your mug. Where can people pick that stuff up? Uh, www.barfire.com slash store slash off the top ropes podcast. Um, that's where you can find the shirts, the cup, and the um, except for the slides. The slides, you gotta go to www dot deco d-e-c-o dot com slash off top ropes and you can find the three designs there that we have yeah we have full, yeah, the full name yeah. in, or just the full name off the top ropes or just the OTTR no off the top ropes podcast <laughs> okay That's... so all spaced out and yes we do have merchandise too and yes we do have slides <laughs> that's awesome Joe you we gotta get the slides done yeah we gotta get on top of that yeah, the size, um, the size. I got my hoodie in the closet, but <laughs> I, and then, of course, um, uh, big Joe, big Joe, I seen it. Um, excuse me, 
that he seen the mob tree one and he's like, yo, I gotta and then said, yo, I should have thought about that. I'm like, no, I thought that about it from you. <laughs> now you guys you do like exclusive see like your merch drops for basically for the season too, right? Yes. And then new merch will come out the next season, maybe a different style, something like that. Is that how it? How yeah, you know? yeah, yes. And then I'm so, trying to get, I'm trying to get some signature tees, as I call it, where it certain t-shirts to find a certain character. I mean, a certain person on the show. So, okay. you know, what I'm saying like if you if people ever pay attention to the show, he does. If he does not like the match and he's pissed off about it, he will say two shits in his horsey flush. So my idea for that was to have two emoji. You know, crap thing. I mean, on crap emojis, right? And have a toy sheet flush swirl in the middle, or something like that <laughs> of that nature. But the way that I had it in my head and designed it, that it, it would look two shits and and toilet sheet flush and something like that. So that is that would be just one like one prime example. But other people have different styles, and it'll bring a different personality of a shirt out yeah. of the new merch. So try to be creative. Use my art skills to test and. See if I can create a shirt from design and t-shirt from scratch and see how that goes. <laughs> no, I'm gonna I'm gonna let people in on a secret about off the top rope. So you guys, it's um for the majority of it, it's three black men and there's a white girl who don't who does it sometimes too, right? Actually, the white girl is uh, the first lady of the podcast. So give a special shout out to Charlene, Char C as we call her. So she's the first lady. She's on majority of all the current episodes because she is a vivid wrestling fan at heart, and you know she's very one into her sports. So she knows her shit. So I gotta give her a credit for that. Very good. Everybody but the other people. No, nah, but but we have more people just right now behind the scenes, as I dub it. They have personal situations going on, so I'm giving them whatever time yeah. that they need. Just. Whenever that you are ready, let me know, and let's let's get you back in here. Let's get you back in the full swing. So, Joe, he sounds so more patient than that. me. Mm-hmm. So, so trying to create like a decent lineup, but you yeah, know, worst come to worst, I'll just do it by myself. Uh, he has to do it by himself a lot because I'm in the hospital. That I just said to what I said to Joe was, you sound a lot more patient than me. Joe will text me on a Thursday and be like, "Dude, I'm on my way to the hospital." And I'll be like, "What the fuck, dude? Wow, you better be dying." Let me tell you something, guys. Like, podcasts, we're just like HR employment. We don't discriminate by age, race, any religion, anything. Whatever you like. If you like pro wrestling, you're going to like these podcasts. So give them all, give them a listen, whatever you got time for. Not just us, not just them, whoever. Just right. type in you Google know? Wrestling Podcast and they'll all pop up. No. How do you print? Am I saying black hat right? Because like I'm looking at how you spell it. Yes, I'm like, you are. I yes, can't you are. do that. <laughs> no, yes, you are. No, In the old English way. I just instead of me using A's, I just use a B. That's just it. It's no okay. big deal. That's just a secret. Is yeah. there a sim? Is there a symbolism behind that or? Um. Okay. So, with, so within the combines of the show, um. I guess at first, I guess everyone played Katie being baby faces, I guess. So we try to go along with the wrestling world terminology and stuff like that. So at first, I was a baby face when I started the show. When I started the whole podcast, I was a baby face. So I was just encouraging other I was encouraging other shows that, okay, maybe this happened because of this reason. And, yo, let's give it more time, da, 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 stuff like that. Always give it benefit of the doubt. But then I had something happen. Like some show that I was watching, I think it, it had to be WWE related because obviously we all know what the hell's going on with them. Something involving someone had ticked me off, and I was like, "No, fuck that! I need to allow some fucking restraints because this is bullshit." And I let loose, and I was just like, "This is a heel turn." We just dubbed it a heel turn, so I was just like, "You know what? Fuck it! I'm a heel now. Now I'm just going to talk down on the company any way that I can and pick and pick out the best thing that I'm able. The rest of it was trash." And that's pretty much has been it. I haven't turned back to a baby face yet. So other people within the group are either baby faces or heels. So right now, Deuce is a heel. Cyber Yeti is a heel. Big Mike would have to be a baby face right now. Uncle Fast would have to be a, a baby face. Sean's definitely a baby face. 
Um, Mav is definitely a baby face too. Who was on number ten? You guys are all set. I'm too old to be considered. <laughs> this, yeah, like, it, like there's a lot of crap going on with them. With what with, with I call my commission table. <laughs> I'm just sitting there. I'm just like. <laughs> Joe might be OGs from Southie, but man, you guys got a set. I ain't messing with y'all. Oh man, <laughs> what you got going on? Listen, I mean, I listen. I hand, I, I hand, I, I everybody. So obviously, I knew they all bring something to the table, and that's something that I need. I want my content to be different from other people's, and that's the only way that you have. People noticing you because you have something different that anyone else does not have or offer, and I try to fulfill that in our own right, but being and being in a creative way. So, shout yeah. out to everyone in the goddamn group because I handpicked all of them. <laughs> that's okay, and that's well, that's pretty much so. The way we started was back in like uh, I'm gonna date ourselves here back in like 04, 05, Joe called me up because. Me and Joe grew up together and then separated and then through a mutual friend, we sort of got back together because of wrestling, going to wrestling shows and going to mm-hmm. WWF shows and stuff. And uh, Joe called me up one day in 04 and said, hey, there's this guy having a, um, a contest for an internet radio show. Let's audition. And it was all a scam. The guy just wanted to get 50 bucks a week from a bunch of people. And we paid it. And we, you know. We did that for a while, and then we left him, and we went somewhere else that wasn't scamming us. Thank you, Chris Cash, for the start, though. <laughs> Much love. It would be funny because every time we got a guest, and back then, like, TNA was a big thing, and TNA people were very attainable, like Bubba, mm-hmm. Devon, all of them. Mm-hmm. And the second we would get someone on, because he was our producer, and back then, what he would do is he would have to call them, so we would have to give them these people's phone numbers and then the net would the next month they'd be on his show. Wow. Because now he had their phone number so he could call them up and say, Hey, do you want to come and do my show too? That's and then awesome. he try to say a word to new Jack that we don't say. And yeah. new, Jack, new Jack threatened to kill him. New Jack literally <laughs> threatened to, I that think the exact so words were after new Jack gave this guy's address on another podcast said, I'm gonna hunt you down and kill you, and this is where you live. Oh, shit! <laughs> right out loud. <laughs> he asked. Whoa. What he did was he asked. Um, he thought it'd be a good idea to get drunk on the show with New Jack, which I'll drink on the show here and there, whatever. And then on they they took a commercial break, and he thought it would be a good idea to ask New Jack if he could say the N word. Oh, New boy, Jack no. probably said sure during the break. And then came back and berated him and hung up. Was he under some? Was he was he under some no, substance? Or he was he told sober? beforehand we... he was going to do this. Okay, because he thought it would be funny. And it. the problem was back then, every podcast out there tried to be Howard Stern. Yeah. So they mm-hmm. all tried to be super edgy, and they weren't. And when you try to be super edgy, it comes out like shit. You know what I mean? And that's what set us aside, though, from the beginning. We weren't that. Right, we we, 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 nice. we, keep we, talk we have here. conversations. Hey, yeah, yeah. it's a conversation. What's going on? What's what's? Tell me a day in your life as a as whoever you are. Right, you know? promote promote it. You get something you don't want to talk about? We won't say a word. Right, exactly, and that's exactly what I do for After Dark. It's just another segment that we have on on the podcast where we bring on special guests to come on, and then we'll just have like a you're saying saying like just chop it up. I'm like, yo, I don't give a shit what the fuck you want to talk about. Don't talk about this. Let me know. Tell me your comfortability because I won't go there. Or I want to ask a certain question or something like that. But well, within the combines, as long as you feel comfortable here that you want to come back again, but yo, I got some shit. I got to go with my chest. I don't give a shit. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I follow the combines too. I'm like, yo, just yeah. let me know. Just, you know what I'm saying? Or let me know in advance if this, that, the third, but whatever. And then I'll just call it with everything. I don't care. You no. know what I mean? I think, Joe, I think we do have to touch on Chris Canyon. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, the um, the dark side of the ring. The dark side. So here's the thing, Chris Canyon. Like, we had Joe at one point in his life. Can I expose this? Sure. Can I explain what happened? Yep. Joe's a retired Boston cop. 
Um, there was a point back in 06 or so, 07 maybe, where Chris got arrested. Um, he hit a guy that had hit a woman. Uh, he was basically getting the guy off a girl, and Chris hit him, and got Chris got arrested for it. And Joe called down to Florida where it was happening because Joe was active at the time. And um, I just asked, "What was? Can you, can you tell me what's going on?" Yeah, and they they wound up doing like a little professional courtesy and saying, "All right, we're not going to go to court on this guy." So basically, when Chris goes to court, there's going to be no cop there to testify. You know what I mean? They wanted to throw it out. And, um, so. Wow. As a result, he came on the show a couple of times. He yeah. actually came out of the closet the day before he came out on Howard Stern on the yeah. Irish Whip. Mm-hmm. I'm listening to Howard Stern the next day, and Chris is like, "So yeah, I got beat up by by Vince McMahon because I was gay. I got beat up by the Undertaker by the order of Vince McMahon because I'm gay." And he had told the same story the night before on our show. I'm like, "Holy shit!" Like, I mean, he had been yeah. out to the wrestlers for a long time. But not to the public. Yeah, I'm surprised and, uh, that didn't leak out either. He knew what he was doing. You know what I mean for us. So I'll never forget that in Chris. So when Doc, it, but it's Doc's side of the ring's job to sort of post and promote the negativity of it because that creates the drama that they need for the show. But also, I just think it's like it's it's filling some of the myths that we all been thinking about for as long as we were wrestling fans about so many other stuff, like what happened. And right. now we're getting finally some modern, modern yeah. day answers. And after like, you know, whatever research that they do, I, I mean, I can't question the research part, like how much percent of that like, they put into it. But, you know, at least certain stories have actually been actually accurate. Right. Others have been kind of like, okay, well, yeah, but still. Yeah, still got really like, to about this for bank robbery. Yeah, and with that, you don't, you still don't know the whole story. You have just right. another side. You know, we got stories from the horse's mouth. He told us off the air because we talked to him quite a bit. We became, I'm not going to say we became close with them. We, we became, yeah, we became a weekly text or a weekly call or a right. weekly email. Yeah, That's how we got with them. It's you funny because this was sort of a text and was really a thing. And, He's talking about being gay on the show, and I know we know he's coming out. We had a little chat room going, and I'm private messaging Joe. They were like, "Holy shit, what do we do with this? This is like a fucking moment right here, right?" Yeah, you know, huge. and back then, you, the things weren't viral back then. Yeah, but I wouldn't have wanted to really cap. I I don't know. I mean, obviously, I would have wanted to capitalize on it, but I wouldn't have wanted to like capitalize on it for any reason other than to help Chris at the same point. You know what I mean? Let me say it like, let me say it like this, JP and Blackheart. Say what you want about Chris Canyon, whether it's a yay or a nay. Chris Kluseritz yes. was an amazing person. He was yeah. a hell of a guy and we would, he would be right behind you anytime you needed him. Because I wanted to, I know you do that, Doc Side. You do, or you've done a couple post Doc Side of the Ring shows. Yes, and I was trying to yeah, pay attention. I, to the like, Chris yeah, Canyon I gave one. my reaction. I gave my feelings to what I watched. So, what you're about to ask me? I mean, I said, number one, he had an ecosystem going on. Number one, he was Catholic, so we yeah. all know how the Catholic religion is. Especially if you are really into the religion, then you know what you're going to be in for. Then, come to find out that he knew that he was gay when he was a when he yeah. was a teen. So that's already messing with your you're probably in your mind because you're still coming of age, and that says a lot. And I'm just like, oh shit! Now I can really fucking imagine. But then getting in the ring, wrestling, and, you know what I'm saying? And but I did not know that he was trained by uh, the Fabulous Bula. so I was like, whoa, okay, that's a first. I, I never knew about that. You know what I mean? But then as you go along his journey, I did not know that he was even Morbius, and I was always playing that guy when he came to WCW and the World Revenge. So yes, I was one with that game. So he was the guy that I used to play with, uh, play with. I'm like, wow, who, like who would have thought? And now all these memories start kicking back in my head. Then I started recognizing his face, and I'm like, oh shit, the invasion angle. Yeah, I never remember your ass now. <laughs> but as it goes on, then you see the stuff that he's trying to hold, hold his, you know, cause his sexuality and not, right. you know, what I'm saying expose himself because, of course, in the eighties and nineties, you know, what I'm saying like definitely we, if you're gay, then you're being outed. Like there's no turning the fuck back from it, and he knows that. 
So that's another weight on his chest that he has to carry. That only one person that he trusts in the whole world. And he nearly killed this guy, his manager. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I think, James, I, I, I don't know. I, you know, I'm sure Chris was in dark spots at points in his life. Mm-hmm. It, I was watching the James Mitchell stuff and saying, I just don't see that. But, I mean, I didn't obviously – I knew a little piece of it, you know what I mean? So who knows? Right. And you know, thankfully and, he didn't kill also, him. but then also with um him being diagnosed with bipolar disorder had made it yeah more, it's more significant to why the behavior in the first place. So now it's like okay, now we understand because right. this is going on with you and this you need help right now, but then he you know, I did not know that he was gay. Like, I mean, like I said, you know what I'm saying? So I was, what, 14, what, 14, 15 years old when he came out? So oh, I didn't understand about the whole, you know, LBGQ uh, community, um, you know, that back then. You know what I'm saying? And I was in high school. So, you know, it was a different yeah, environment. There, so There wasn't a whole lot of a community back then because it was still- yeah. I don't want to say it was but frowned it's upon because that's because the wrong word, like, but it was there wasn't the pride behind it, it that new. there is now. And I think pride is probably the right word, the exactly right word to use there. And and but you gotta look at it too from his point of view. He can come out and and then he'll have his side of the story. But then you're gonna have a side of the story from everybody in the locker room. Right. Because someone's gonna be like, Oh wow, I didn't know that. But that one time he bumped into me. Oh, was that what was that? And they're gonna come out with these but, elaborate bullshit stories that are, are, are far right. And they're gonna, gonna catch so on to that. Put it, blow it out of context so much to yeah. make something out of it, which is not necessary. Absolutely. But they didn't have it could have been something. Like, it could have just been nothing. Yep. You didn't see the guys who loved Chris, the the Shane Helmses and those guys mm-hmm. that were like tight with Chris that whole time. Yeah. So just a, just just for what he was just going through, man. It I mean it, it it's it, it was sad, but I mean I should, I mean I'm not gonna bash any gay people because I have gay friends too. So you yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna ba- I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna bash that. You know what I'm saying? No. So um, just him going through all that in his life. You know what I'm saying? And, and, you know it and, 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 and it really adds up, especially when you have nothing left to go for. Yeah. I, you know, I, it, I, just, I, mean, I mean, it's just sad though. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like, I don't want to, I don't want to dig in too deep into it because the right. way that how I watched it and the way that how I, I felt, I'm like, I'm like, damn, bro, I'm surprised certain people I know is still the fuck alive and yeah. they about the cause it's so long back and you know, they're still here. And God forbid, back then, in certain circumstances, what happened to them, that could have been them or some other yeah. shit. Yeah, you don't know. You never know what's going on in someone else's head. And like me and Joe have always been big proponents of like mental health. And I have issues myself. Taking care of yourself. Now, here's one. So so, self-care is most important. Bobby D, who was at Pat Show, he was the um, the white-haired gentleman with the Hulk Hogan mustache at at Pat Show. (laughs) Yeah. Um, He wants to know who was your crush in WWF or WWE? Who is who was my crush? Yeah. He said WWF and or okay when WWF well, was wrestling. So I guess old school, like when you were growing up, who was your crush? Sonny, Sable, Trish, and Lita. Oh, Lita. oh my god. Those Lita was so and underrated. One, and one and one wild card, Terry Runnels. And still to this very day, she still looks fine as fuck. So <laughs> that's what happens when you pay for it. Yeah. Oh, still, man. Just be, <laughs> be my sugar mama, man. Just pay me just to just come chill with you. I don't care. Now, what about now? What about today? What about Judging today? From those, I would say Alexa Bliss. Damn. And you talk about WWE like nowhere else yeah. either? Like just WWE? Okay, fine. No, no, um, no. Any wrestling. No, no. Any wrestling. Oh, 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 okay. Well, then you just opened up my whole damn door. Jordan Grace, Layla Gray. Um, who's uh, who's the other one? Jay Cargill is another one. Oh Kira my god! I'm Kira really Hogan. just starting to appreciate how she looks. Oh my god! Um, her abs, her abs on AEW. Lady Frost is it, Lady Frost is another one. Um, who's another one? Someone that's saying. 
He's looking for Luscious Latasha. The um, no, that's I'm what saying, he's looking for. No, I'm trying, no, I'm, trying to, you know, I'm trying to remember two other faces. I'm like, wait, wait, like, wait, which is wait, which portion that they from? Um, well, that's all. Well, that's all I got for right now. But there's a couple more. I just can't remember them all. <laughs> so that's why I was like, WWE. Awesome. Oh, okay. Of course, so of course, Sasha Banks. Of course, yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't, I cannot forget her. Oh, and then we're going into WWE then. Aaliyah, that's another one that I have my eye on for a mean grip. Electra Lopez, who's now part of the Legado de Fantasma. Yes, Blackout, we can we can make it easier, and you can just say all of them. <laughs> I can't, no, 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 can't say all of them. Can't say all of them. Yeah, no, I'm picky. I'm picky as fuck with my woman, man. Oh, and Mandy Rose too. One That's of my from back in the day. No, Mickey James is unconventional. Mickey James is so yeah. Mickey James is definitely in there. I forgot about her too. But there's but there's so many other women that's out there. Yeah. I'm like, yo, there's a resurgence out there in the world of professional wrestling when it comes to these women. That's I'm like, oh, it's it's hard to pick. It's like, go, go pick back your flavor, and what, what do you think about Luna? <laughs> me. I'm sorry. I'm unconventional. I like Luna. Really? I know. Yeah. That does not surprise me. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I was just going to say that I'm calling his bluff right now, but no. son's telling me that I might want to believe him on this. Yeah. <laughs> I like him. Well, and it's like right now, I, I, I'm unconventional. Just to come out. Was that, JB? Uh, Joe Salent is asking, who inspired you to get into podcasting? We did. I, I mean, know you uh, said it was the match, but was there anyone like... Um, Chris Jericho, Jim Cornette, and Bruce Richard. Okay. Those three. Because okay. some, so some of the wrestling was what I kind of started off, huh? Was it their mic ability? The way to speak on the mic, or was it just them in general? Well, no, had, I think no, 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 I no, I think it was just the way that the show is run, and the fact that um, the topics, the topics that they pay, and then they go by like a timeline. So I'm like, so if I'm alive from 1990 to now, I'm 31. So if I can remember this, I'm like, okay, maybe I can fill in some of the blanks of why this thing happened. Boom, boom, boom. And you get an inside from an inside person, a lifer, nonetheless, right. yeah. from, from from this person, Jim Cornette. It just <laughs> this dude, oh man! There's some points that it can make you laugh. He, you, you know, he can make you hate him, and he just knows how to play into it. But yeah, he's just one of those people that you know. As much as you hate him, you gotta love him, man. Without him, certain aspects of a professional wrestler wouldn't be the way that it is. And then Chris Jericho, because the modern wrestler that's coming on his show right now, and certain topics that he talking about too. So those, that's... those are three. Re- so those are the reasons why. Right there. Today's episode is brought to you by DB. DB is a Scandinavian brand that makes backpacks and bags to help people on the move stay ready for anything. From streets to the peaks, DB's gear is travel tested by some of the world's best athletes, adventurers, and creators. Over the past decade, DB has designed and developed, released and refined the best bags in the market. With DB's patented hookup system, you're able to attach smaller products to your backpack, roller or two. Guys, you know damn well when you're traveling and you don't have enough pockets, there's not enough room in your bag, you still got something, just clip it on and you're good to go, whether it's going through the TSA checkpoint, going from the car to the hotel room, or you're you know backpacking through the Elks. We are teaming up with DB to exclusively offer your outlets and this 10% off your next purchase by using the code POD10 or go into the link in our show notes. DB, it's time to move on. Time to get going. Now, we do a thing every week. We give away an action figure. This week here, it's actually an Alexa Bliss action figure. I got to spin a wheel real quick. Um, and when I say real quick, it takes me a second to bring it up. Okay, okay. <laughs> Make sure I'm sharing the right thing. We got a good amount of names. Guys, yeah. to get on this, uh, this is an Alexa Bliss Elite. Uh, to get on the board, to get on the wheel here that you see spinning around, all you got to do is retweet our pin tweet about the giveaway every week. 
Um, once you retweet that, your name gets on the board. I'm just shuffling the names up a little bit to make it fair. <laughs> go ahead and hit. Um, I also going to take the time. 4858. Yeah. Joe, who do we got? Who do we got? Please be me again. Ooh. <laughs> well, we've had a guy. We've had a guy that won twice in the past two weeks. Yeah. Um, ben asked Bosman if I told him if he wins again, he'll get the choice of either the figure or one of our T-shirts. Ooh. BXJ, another one. Uh, Jay from the Puerto Rican Jay from the Bronx. He's won once or twice before. Um, and he's on the wheel every week, so thank you, Jay. Um, just send us a message with you, remind me of your address, and we'll get, get that, that figure out get to that you. Right out. Um, again, the Alexa Bliss Elite. So, I don't know what next week's figure will be. I know James Allen was here earlier, and I told him I was going to try to do a Rikishi this, this week because he had Rikishi on his show Saturday, but I just couldn't find one. Yeah. Um, I know there's some out there, but they're all old and super expensive, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Now, do you collect action figures? I know you said you're sort of into like the nerd culture, and that's a big part of it, I think. Um, Collecting? No. I don't think so. I'm more like a tech geek, I think, of anything else. Okay. As of right now, like, you know, modern kind of technology, stuff like that. I try to be one with, um, you know, software, hardware, and, um, you know, say different models of computers and shit like that. So, whatever. Now, you said the Mass College of Art. Are you an artist? Yes. What, um, what style art do you do? Um, I like to do, like, as I said, like, realistic paintings and stuff like that based on, you know, reality. Um, retro art, um, self-portraits, landscapes. Um, I definitely love Acrylics. I'm a definitely like 100 like, like an acrylic painter, but because I, you know, I, I I love the gouache paints and the watercolors. The hardest ones to ever paint with is oils. Oil paints is definitely a base to fucking do. Unless you know what you're doing, how much later it's gonna be, you gotta plan it out right. Otherwise, it's gonna be a problem. So, um, you gotta, you gotta yeah. paint JP and you know, like another sexy portrait. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can't draw. I couldn't draw a straight line if you. I can't even write my name straight. So, no, that's. But the Mass College of Art, like you have to have some skill. Yes, that's you know that's not a. Um, it's, it's not, not who you go to if you're um mm-hmm. if you're not good at your at your trade. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There's uh, Jay right there. Jay, just send me that message and I'll get that out to you. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate you, man. I know you're there every week. Yeah, so. you know you're back about that. <laughs> and you can't mess with the you can't mess with the Puerto Ricans from the Bronx. You know that. Unless you're one of the another Puerto Rican from the Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we play. We we might play too much sometimes, but we play. <laughs> Now, what do you, did you watch the pay-per-view? We only got a few more minutes left. I did. That was the pay-per-view? Yes. Yes. If you're thinking what I'm thinking, that Extreme Rules pay-per-view was trash. I didn't watch it, but from what I heard, there was no Extreme Rules except for the main event. And you, what you heard is actually correct. <laughs> They're doing to that what they did to uh, Survivor Series. When I was growing up and Survivor Series first started, Survivor Series was like five or six five-on-five five matches. And now yeah. it's you might get two five-on-five five matches. Yeah, men's and women's. And there was no... There yeah. might have been like a... You might have had a world title or a tag title match on there. But other than that, it was all five-mans. Five-on-five. Five. Survivor Series matches, yep. Gone are the days of Tommy Dream of bringing a wheelbarrow full of weapons down to the ring. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Dreamer, October 30th, I'll plug Caleb too. After Pat Dillon's show in South Boston, Caleb is running New England All-Star Wrestling in Rockland. So I'll be running from, I'll be running right from Southie to Rockland. And I think he's still got Tommy Dreamer on that show. 
Um, I know he's got Teddy Goods with two mystery partners versus the unit, which is JT Dunn. Um, the OG, Trigger the OG. Um, other one used to be known as Tripalicious, one of the best and most underrated in the area. And um, Danny Miles. So that, that alone will be a good match. I don't know who Teddy's bringing with them. And I hope I didn't spill the beans on Dream for Caleb, but whatever. That'll come out soon anyway. <laughs> Oopsie. Yeah, that's what again, you get for telling the kid. That's what you get for telling the kid with the microphone who's on the show. Well, and again, it's not the first time we've done shit like that either. No, no. No. Blackout, where can people times? find you? <laughs> can you give us all your social medias and the off the top rope social medias? Okay. Facebook groups, Twitter. Instagram, off the top rose podcast. Just you know, it's not too hard to find us. Um, you can find the podcast, of course, the video version of it on YouTube. Um, hit that like, share, subscribe button. Thank you, and uh, let's get them as we go on the journey. Thank you very much for all the things that they ever done for us. Anyway, um, Anchor, Google Podcast, Breaker Podcast, Radio Public Podcast, Spotify, Audio, Podbean. And sometimes we will go live on Spotify Green Room as well once in a while. So we'll be okay. on it too. We haven't done the live on Spotify yet, but uh I mean yeah. it's I mean it's 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 interesting. It's this interesting is to not, least. Yeah, this is our first week with Twitter. Periscope for some reason Periscope thought the Irish whip was fourteen years old, so they wouldn't let us do one. Well, we uh, have, so we now that they've done away with Periscope and Twitter, it's these just... weren't, yeah, these weren't nice people. <laughs> well, the show, the show is what fifteen years old now. Yeah, I think that's what it had. I think we put in the age that the show was like created, and um, it went by that, but it wouldn't let me change it either. But now that we oh, can wow. go live on Twitter, now that they got rid of that and it's just Twitter, we're able to do it. So there we go. I don't know if we had um. I think so. Ben, sort of, you know, the beauty of the internet is we can be everywhere all the time, and that's what we try to do. There's Tommy Flynn. Tommy was, Tommy, what's going on, buddy? You're here. We're just about wrapping up, man. But what's going on, Tommy Flynn? Tommy Flynn, thoughts and prayers to you, too, and your friend. I know you said you had a friend going through some stuff, so, you know, you guys always support us, and we'll always support you guys right back. Um, we hope everybody is doing better than Joe. Yeah, I'm getting there. <laughs> I mean, I'm here, right? Yes, you are. All right. Next time, yeah. I'm going to bring my laptop. I'll do it from the hospital bed. <laughs> I remember you, actually, you, you did offer to, I think it was last week or the week before. I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah. but then I realized I realized I forgot my teeth, so I couldn't do it. Yes, that's <laughs> Told you I was oh. old. That's why people doubt I'm from Southie. These shits are all real. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> he now calls it the Irish whip because he can't talk with his teeth. I, I oh, shit. It's more of a bro. That one blew me off. Like, what the fuck I see? <laughs> but, oh. <laughs> Blackheart, thank you for coming on. I know, so this is for people who don't know, me and Blackheart have been going back and forth for a couple of days on like when we're going to try to do each other's podcast. And then I was like, you know what, shit, we don't have anyone tonight. What are you doing? Like, I was doing the after I came over to work. I was like, screw it, man. I'm going to screw it. I'll make room when I came off from work. I was like, let's do this. Wait, I'm going to go on you in a minute anyway. So I was like, guys. <laughs> Tommy it. Flynn just said Tommy Flynn just posted Oh my brother testify <laughs> Good one Tommy Good one Thank you That was great now, th- Yeah thank you Black Hat for coming on Joe right, thank you for showing up Thank you for inviting me Joe Get better Jay Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. definitely, like I said, whatever. Actually, no, I'm also asking you to these guys right now. Uh, we we'll try to make this happen, man, before we got the next like minute and a half left. We, uh, you know, we're trying to make this happen. 
you um, as long as I know in advance, I can make a Saturday night work anytime. Yeah, same here. Hmm. Okay, I just have to not drink as much that day. That's all. Because if you do, oh man, just for you two to sit there and watch us how it it just watches how we do it, I'm gonna be scared as shit because I'm like. Yeah, they're gonna sit there. They're gonna watch how we work, and oh, God, knows God knows what's gonna think in their heads when they be like, "What the fuck are they doing?" But this is tight. So, yeah. so if you want to, man, I'll definitely put you in for. Actually, oh man, no, I might not be on this Saturday. But what about the next next uh, next week Saturday? Like the next Saturday should work. Um, yeah, that should be fine. The, the night. This Saturday would have been tough for me too. I know I'm gonna. I'm down. Yeah, because I was gonna say I'm going on a date on Saturday though, so I know I'm not gonna be on this tape. That's why I left the I left the duties, left the cyber. I left them in charge for that for me for that episode's tape and stuff like that. So I'm not gonna be on it. So that's why I said Saturday. That's I said the next week. Saturday the ninth is hit or miss for me. I'm going on vacation tomorrow. I don't know when I'll be back. <laughs> you don't know when you'll be back. Well, no, we're coming back in the ninth, but I don't know if we're gonna be early oh, or late. Well. You know. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. All right, I'll be back. I just heard good yelled at from the other room. Well, I'll be back, Daddy. <laughs> but uh, so black, yeah, we'll do that. Uh, the ninth works for me. If that works for you, we'll um, that's perfect. And um, guys, check out Off the Top Rope, man. These guys are on. They have a great podcast. Oh man, um, listen, I have funny. a championship belt right now that I, I mean, that I could put on the TV real quick, but. I lost my championship to Cyber Yeti at the last pay-per-views prediction show. So, technically, I'm not the champion anymore, so I'm not going to display the belt today. When I win it back, if you guys stay tuned, if I win it back, you'll see me having my belt on. But I'm not going to wear it today. I have respect for Cyber Yeti. You know what's funny is we have another guy who's helped out on the show, and he's he's a part of the family. He really is. Like, the show wouldn't have come back without him. (laughs) Oh, we call we always called him Yeti. But he's he, from Montana. Really, he so Yeah, he's he's from Montana, so he might really be a Yeti. Yeah, he's hairy. Oh damn. <laughs> but I'm gonna say my cyber yeti, he's I mean he's a Mexican that's Jewish. That's not what I'm fucking with. <laughs> <laughs> that one, I'm Guys, thank you. This has been a fun show, man. Yeah, this is a good one. Oh, oh man. Thank you, man, for having me, man. And like All I said, right. Joe. Just, I just gotta say, just be braced up for what I guess you're about to walk into on Saturday. I mean, no, next Saturday, excuse me, when I'm actually back on. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. make it work one way or another. Definitely, Joe. And then, please, if you can, it will not be fun without you there either. So, I would really want you there. If you're gonna be there, I feel like you gotta be there too. Yeah, I'll be there. But tell you now, otherwise, today's episode could be just many, you know what I'm saying? It could be just me and Jay. And then I was met Joe today. You know what I mean? Let's put it in ink. I'm there. Say no more. That's it. I'm there. Say no more. Yeah. So all right. So next. So next Saturday. Next yo. Next Saturday. You in? We got you. All right. Joe. That's a wrap for the Irish Whip. See you next Thursday.